0: If the Toronto Raptors are mediocre, what does that mean to you? What is going on, people? Welcome to another episode of the Mike Roach podcast. On the mic once again. You know, I'm always happy to be here. And, you know, another week has come along. Another Raptors game is in the books. And I must say, it was an absolute beatdown. An absolute beatdown, 134-93 over the the Cairns type ends, some team from Australia. And they had a few decent ballers on there. Um, But, I mean, they got absolutely waxed. We know that much. But they had some decent ballers on there, but just completely out of their league, literally, in this one. Uh, What did we learn from this game? What did we learn from this game? Not a hell of a lot much. I'll tell you that much. Okay, not a hell of a lot much. But we got a few things. We got a few things that we want to discuss and touch on. Okay, now, folks, we are still in preseason. The meat and potatoes comes next week when the season kicks off. That's when the episodes are going to start getting a little bit longer because we're going to have to go into more detail. I'm not here to bore you with a whole bunch of preseason stats, okay? That ain't what I do. That ain't what I do, and that's never going to happen. For those who have been listening to me for a minute, you guys know one thing about me that I talk to you about preseason pretty much every year. You know what that is? That I absolutely hate preseason. I just do. Can't stand it. Love watching basketball, and it's the only basketball on at this point. But damn it, I can't stand preseason. Makes me want to Ralph every time. Just pointless basketball. And don't get me wrong, it's it's for teams to get a rhythm. Teams to sync with each other, mess with each other. You're running all your X's and O's on defense, offense. You're trying a whole bunch of special teams, uh, X's and O's. You're trying everything at this point. You want to see what you can get before, obviously, the beginning of the season. So there is a purpose besides winning and losing. I get it. I get it. But still, I just hate it. In every sport, in every sport. But with that being said, I've mentioned this a few times. Expectations. Expectations. If the Raptors are a mediocre team, what does that mean to you? What does that mean to you? Also, there are a core, I would say six, on this Raptors team. The starting five plus Gary Trent Jr. Pirtle. Let's see if I can get this without looking because I'm a bit slow. Pirtle, Schroeder, there's your big and your point guard. Now let's go to your guys on your wing. OG, Barnes, Siakam, and Gary Tran Jr. is going to be your sixth coming off the bench. Those guys are guaranteed to play. We already know that. The question is, Darko Ryakovich said he wants to play 10 deep. That means four other guys got to be in the lineup consistently. Who are those four other guys going to be? Who are they going to be? Now, Chris Boucher will talk about him because he is going to be one. That is for sure. I'm assuming Precious Achua because we have seen enough of Precious Achua to know that he's a pretty solid player as well. Now, Jalen McDaniels, Malachi Flynn, Grady Dick, Porter let's discuss now Chris Boucher Chris Boucher is a guy that we know is going to play now his numbers over the first couple games I'm gonna get into first of all drop a bomb for the for Chris Boucher damn it okay now he had 11 points six rebounds That was in his first game against the Sacramento Kings. And then in this last game against the, man, I don't even know how to pronounce this damn team's name. He had 12 points and he had eight rebounds. Okay, now that's one guy. The other guy I want to talk to you about is one Malachi Bartholomew Flynn. I don't really know if that's his middle name. I'm assuming it is not. But I'm talking about Malachi Flynn here. Now, his numbers, five points, uh, five assists, five rebounds in game one against the Sacramento Kings and against the Cairns Typins. Is that it? I don't know. I guess it is. But in in this game, he had eight points. He had 10 points, sorry, and uh, four assists, three rebounds in this game as well. I think we're at the point now where we're just wondering, is this guy actually going to get stable minutes so that we can finally see what he can do? And I know a lot of people are judging Malachi Flynn based off last year, maybe the season before. But I'm telling you, when you only play once every five games for about four minutes, trust me, you're not going to be able to show anything. You're going to be anxious because you're always going to be worried about getting yanked. You're always going to be worried about getting yanked. It's always... I can't say it's always been that way, but if you've played ball, if you've played any sport and you have coached, you know what it is. You know what it is. I've done both. I've been on the playing side, been on the coaching side. It's not pleasant. It's not pleasant at times, I'm telling you. Especially if you're in that position where Malachi Flynn is, it could be really tough. But one thing I know is this. One thing I know is this. If you look at how Malachi Flynn has conducted himself since he has been here, he has never been a problem. He's done everything that's been asked of him. We're finally going to get to see if he's improved. And he's had a great attitude the entire time. Play the man, please, so we can see what the hell he can do. That would be nice. That would be nice. And I talked about this from last season. For those who have been listening, I told you Masayu Jiri was pissed when Malachi Flynn wasn't getting time last season because he couldn't evaluate him. He doesn't know what he can and can't do. Doesn't matter what he sees in practice. Doesn't matter what he sees in three minutes that Malachi Flynn is in the game in a blowout. He has to see what Malachi Flynn can do on a consistent basis. Or else how the hell are you supposed to evaluate him? He clearly wasn't ready to give up on him yet. Or he would have traded him already. That does tell you something. It tells you something. Now we spoke about Flynn. We spoke about Boucher. Jalen McDaniels is interesting. Jalen McDaniels. Nine points. Last night against the... I'm not even going to bother repeating them again. Three rebounds. Three of six from the field, one of three from downtown. I like Jalen McDaniels. You know he's he's long, he's six nine, he's athletic. I've seen him play a little bit here and there, but overall, he's going to be a guy you want to keep your eye on this season, on both ends of the floor. By the way, he could be a nice piece that could get some steady minutes in the rotation. I would love what he. I'd love to see what he can do. From the perimeter. But I want to see him get that ball go hard to the basket. Can he do any sort of playmaking? That's what I want to see as well. How good can he be on the glass? Maybe on the offensive glass. Don't really know. Still a lot of question marks for him. But I have a feeling he's going to fit in seamlessly with the way that he plays. Especially with the way that Darko wants his office to be ran. This offense. This offense. It's going to be, how many times have I said this, damn it? I don't know what it's going to be like. It's going to be interesting, though. because I mean, listen, we don't have a far ways to go. We're right there. We're right around the corner. There's only about eight days to go before the Raptors kick this thing off. And I'm I'm telling you, they got to get off to a fast start. They better get off to a fast start. I'll tell you that much. But Boucher and Flynn, those are two guys you want to look at early with how much they're going to be playing off the bench when the season starts. Because as of right now, we're still not 100% sure what this rotation is going to be like. That's just a fact there. We don't know. And this whole thing with, with Precious Achua, he's been getting injured here and there. Keep your eye on that as well. Now, it's not a serious injury from what I've read. So he should be back in the lineup, hopefully soon but what the hell is going on with Otto Porter Jr. I haven't seen the guy have we seen him at all I mean I know we've seen him maybe what three or four games last season but since then we haven't seen the guy I thought he was going full tilt in training camp and now when the exhibitions come we don't see him again is he ever going to play is he ever going to play because don't forget, Otto Porter Jr. is a serviceable player. Defend he has length. Can shoot it from outside. He ain't going to get rattled at this point. He's a vet. He can't help this rotation. But you can't help it if you can't get in the game, damn it. I said you can't help if you can't get in the game. So, folks, it's nice to be able to evaluate some things that the Raptors are doing. But from this last game... Listen, there's a lot of podcasts out here that are talking about the Raptors these days. And kudos to those shows who can watch a game like this and give you, give you an hour and a half of breakdown. Because damn it, I ain't doing it. I said, I ain't doing it. These guys won by 40. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? Great uh, practice win, I should say. It was like an exhibition, not just an exhibition. I'm talking about like a a practice scrimmage exhibition. No disrespect, I'm just saying. And another thing, how good do you think Dennis Schroeder can be this season? Is there any possibility that someone else besides Pascal Siakam could possibly make the all-star team for the Raptors? That is my question to you. And if there was another guy who could make the all-star team in the East from the Raptors besides Pascal Siakam, who would it be? Who would it be? That is my question for you. Before we get out of here, there's not going to be a long show because, like I mentioned, the long shows are for when the season starts and the NBA gets popping, okay? Not during exhibition time for me. I don't do it like that. I just don't not exciting enough for me a whole bunch of things to break down but we could do that gradually on the way gradually on the way baby before i get out of here though i want to give a shout out to raptors today because raptors today i like the new setup it's more like a podcast form where you have your boys sitting down akil augustine sherman hamilton paul jones i love it i absolutely love it love the feel of the show I like how they're just going back and forth in the studio now on the microphones. Absolutely love the feel of the Raptors show. Love the setup. Love the setup. So shout out to NBA TV Canada and Raptors today for making that change because I think it's absolutely fantastic. At MikeRoach7 on IG, at MikeRoach23 on Twitter. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, rate everything. The Podcast. And, folks, preseason, we got a couple more games for the Raptors coming up in preseason. Chicago on Tuesday, Washington on Friday. I think that is the last preseason game before the season kicks off. So two more games coming up Tuesday and Friday. And that'll be it. This team is going to be ready to kick things off against the Minnesota. So the Timberwolves on Wednesday, which I believe is the 25th of October. So, folks, there's a whole bunch of things that we still need to discuss in due time. It is coming. Things are about to get really, really serious. Winter is coming. You heard Jon Snow, baby. Winter is coming. This is the Mike old Podcast, and I'm out. You've been listening to the Mike Roach podcast, where storytelling, sports, and keeping it real are the only ways to live by. We hope you've gotten some valuable and practical information from the show. Link up with us on Instagram at MikeRoach7, where you can view images of the content on this program. We're on Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening. Until next week.